Praise the Lord, everybody, this afternoon. Minister Anthony Bonner coming to you live today on the podcast. Hallelujah. We about to drop another word. About to go a little bit deeper, try and get a deeper understanding, allow the scriptures to search us out and reveal all within us that is foolishness, that is not of God, that is not of the kingdom, that is divisive, that destroys, that is destructive. We need to know. The Bible tells us to examine ourselves. What know ye not yourselves, whether you be in the faith or not? How do you know you're in the faith, that you're living the life of faith, walking the path to faith, united with those of faith? We need to know because our feelings get hurt. We get offended when we're falsely uh, pretending to be something that we are not. Even today in the store, a lady who was a cashier, God bless her little heart. I was buying a book that had Philippians 4 and 13 on it. And it simply said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And all I said is, that's what the book says. And she responds, well, that's what I believe. And I wanted to say, my sister, I was not being offensive. I was just confirming that that is what is written. What you believe, I do not know because I don't know you. What you believe should be seen. There should be fruits from what you believe. If you believe that I can do all things through him, through Christ who strengthens me, then you should have some testimonies of some supernatural works that he's strengthened you to get through, that he's used you to perform. Hallelujah. I don't need the rhetoric anymore these days. I'm looking for the real thing. I'm tired of the okey-doke. I'm tired of the imitation. I need people who've authentically been with Christ and who've been changed and something miraculous has happened in, not through their words, but through their walk. I can see what I need to see. The Holy Spirit will show me what he wants me to see. I don't need your talking. The Bible says about Jesus that those who sat in darkness saw great light. And those in the region and the valley and shadow of death, light has sprung up. Jesus didn't walk in talking. His life talked. The fact that he was surrendered to God's will talked. So today we just going to talk about being uncovered and unmasked. Uncovered and unmasked, my brothers and my sisters. Because we're living in perilous times. Times of great deception. Times of great deceit. Times of fraud, times of faking the funk, times of major foolishness. Men are putting themselves um, uh, to use to and leading those who are immature and blind in the faith to this path. Uncovered and unmasked. Our verse of scripture today is going to come out of the book of Proverbs, verse 19 and uh, chapter 19, verse 21. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. We're talking about God's sovereignty and man's immaturity. There are many devices in a man's heart. And this man may not necessarily be an unsaved man. He can be a man who's professed his love for Jesus Christ. And he can still have many devices in his heart because he's lacking understanding. He's lacking true commitment. He's lacking crucifixion. 
He's lacking guidance. He's lacking meekness. He's lacking the refusal to submit, surrender. So there are many devices in his heart. And he's going to try and bring those devices to pass. He's going to do everything he can to make sure that the plans, the devices that he's conceived in his heart, and believe in his mind that are of God. God spoke to me. He told me to do this, he says. And he's going to try and connive to conceive, to construct these devices into being and give them life. Yet, they will not see the light of day because the word of God says, nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand, God's going to have his way. God's will is going to come to pass. God's plan that he ordained is the only thing that shall remain standing. As we continue to live in America and I continue to ride around and see these Trump, Pence stickers and be around people who are pro-Trump, who are supposed to be believers, it makes my heart sick. It saddens me that people can be deceived by men. When the Bible tells us it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in men. It is very clear. It is better to trust in the Lord than to trust in princes, the Bible says. The Bible says, cursed is the man that trusts in man and make it flesh his arm. That these people who are primarily elderly people, not all, but primarily elderly people, who are being brainwashed by these slogans, these shenanigans, that this man who has not the love of God within his heart for all of mankind, who does not look on the lowly, the oppressed, the outcast, the disenfranchised with great compassion, with great love, with great understanding, who promises to make America great again. And this is not a political stance I'm on. This is a righteous stance. Because in Jesus Christ, there's no Jew, no Gentile, no male, no female, no rich, no poor. All we have is his righteousness and his righteousness does not divide us. It unites us. But when you can come and you can take a position and you can make people who say they're believers in Jesus Christ elevate or exalt their political affiliation over their status as being born again, blood-bought children of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then you are a dangerous man. You are a divisive man. You are an antichrist because you have people putting you before Christ. Christ has a covenant with people. You have not a covenant. Christ died for all mankind. You have not died for anyone. But yet people will proudly say, I'm a Republican. And wash the fact that you're supposed to be my brother and sister in Christ to the side. All because you believe this man is going to make America great again. And if we look through the history of America, through the many volumes of books, encyclopedias, testimonies, the country has never been great. That's why it's in such dire strait right now. It is always faltered from the will and the word of God. It is always backpedaled from its original design, which the Puritans and those that came over from England desired to bring into this country to fulfill the great promise that it had of religious freedom, 
of true commitment and surrender to God through Jesus Christ to allow freedoms that did not exist in their own homeland. This country has never been great because it's never respected all human beings as greatly made and greatly loved by God. It's always been an upper class or a higher class or people who've seen themselves to be more superior than others. The scripture says it. There are many devices in a man's heart. That's a device. That's pride. That's ignorance. That's darkness. That's selfishness. That's a desire to be God. That's idolatry. To have other people underneath you. Because you have access to some resources, some positions, some power. You can go some places that other people cannot do. These attitudes that have existed in men from the beginning of time have been buried, but now they're resurfacing. They're uncovered. They're unmasked. Make America great again. In what? Sexism? Socialism? Chauvinism? Feminism? Racism? What? That's not being great. That is of the enemy. That is of the devil. That is hell that he's talking about bringing back in. We need to stand firm. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2.11, least Satan should get advantage of us and we're not ignorant of his devices. That is a device. The same devices we're talking about right here in Proverbs chapter 19 and 21. Anything that divides people and does not unite people in love, in harmony, in unity, glorifying the kingdom of God, of joy and peace and righteousness in the Holy Ghost, of surrendering your old nature and picking up your new nature, of picking up your cross, of ushering in the kingdom so that all can be blessed and all can receive the great resources of God through Jesus Christ, that you can walk in true harmony, that you can rest instead of the American way and this make America great again foolishness when God wants to make the kingdom great again. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. That's what God wants. He wants the kingdom to be in earth as it is in heaven. And then America will be great when she submits and surrenders to his righteousness. When she does away with her idea of what holy matrimony is. When she will look and say that God's matrimony is one man, one woman produced the family. When we can get away from fornication, from adultery, from evil thoughts, from murders, from thefts, from false witness, from blasphemies. All of these things. The Bible says, whoever practices them shall not inherit the kingdom of God. They shall never enter into life because they refuse his son, Jesus Christ. This is enough to make your top pop. Because you see it in the face of people with their flags on their trucks, with their rifles in the windows, with their overalls on, with the looks that they give you, that they want to say it, but they don't have the courage and the nerve to say it because they don't know how you're going to respond. But they give you the look. They give you the silent treatment. They gather in groups, in packs, because that's where they get their courage. 
individually, they know that they're mice. They're not mighty men. They're fearful. So they get their courage from numbers. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. But see, when you're a son of God and you know who you are, you know he's going to uncover, he's going to unmask all unrighteousness, all foolishness. He's going to deal with all injustices. All we simply must do is walk the walk, stand in faith, abide in him, trust in him with all your heart, lean not towards your own understanding, resist the devil and let him flee, rebuke him when it's time to rebuke him. Don't shy away from confrontation. Confront the devil and let him know I see you. And there's nothing you can do because my father is light and you're in darkness. And just like David chopped off Goliath's head, I'll take my sword and I'll chop your head off and I'll feed your carcass to the flesh, to the piles of the air. I'm sorry. Glory to God. America can never be great. There's too much darkness in this country. It is a fleshly nation. It is a carnal nation. It is a nation that has changed their gods for the living and one and only true God. It is a nation that desires to do its own thing, to redefine its own identity, to wipe away its biblical history and write a new history. And for that, she is punished. She is judged. She is under the curse. She is, she is bewildered. She's fearful. She's frightened. She's lost. She's confused. She's a country on the run. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Uncovered. Unmasked. Don't let it be you, my brothers and sisters. Walk in the light. Abide in the light. Continue to cleave unto the righteousness of God, his love, and everything he stands for. That there are sheep that are not of your fold. There are sheep that are not of your race. There are sheep that are not of your gender. There are sheep that are still in sin, but yet God will bring them out when he's ready. Because they must be delivered and set free from people like this that I'm talking about. Who want to divide people by race, economic status, political affiliation, religious denomination. And many other divisive means. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. And we stand on the wall of those who are armor bearers for the rod of truth. For the word of truth. We are his representatives in the land. And we know that if God is for us, which he is, who can be against us in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.